without further ado, uh, here it is, Logan House Coffee. And this is a really cool open space and, and a coffee shop that I'm falling in love with. And, and Brooks uh, Gagstetter, right? Yes, that's correct. Hi, Brooks. Welcome to me. the show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hi, Brooks. Um, hey, Brooks. How are you guys? Very well. Um, Gosh, I mean, what could be wrong now? Here we are, Stanley Marketplace, doing a yep. live broadcast, talking to all these cool business owners. Uh, talk about Logan House Coffee for a minute. Uh, this is your one and only location right now, or you have a couple locations? Talk about yourself. Yep, so we got the, this is the first location. It's our flagship. Yeah. So we moved in here, uh, we opened January 2nd of this year. Coming up on anniversary. Ooh. That's right. That's I right. I love it. Um, and we, first we, year's the hardest, man. <laughs> no kidding. You're telling me. <laughs> first year's um, the hardest. So we started by, uh, we were roasting in the back of this shop, and we quickly outpaced ourselves. Okay. And so we've, we've moved all of our roasting, fi- our, our roasting operations into a facility over on Colfax, um, and we're currently opening up a tasting room over there, so you guys can get, like, the freshest coffee you can what possibly What is wrong need. with that? Nothing. Yep. yep. I, I love coffee, personally. I think a lot of people do. Uh, and I've been wanting to geek out about coffee, but... Um, what, what sets your coffee apart, and, and why is it unique and fun to be roasting at the same location that you're pouring at? Uh, what are the dynamics with that? Well, that, that's just a lot of fun for our customers. Most customers don't have any idea of how coffee gets roasted. Truly. And it's, it's kind of a cool process. Um, and what, what really sets us apart is uh, we roast differently than most other shops here in town. Yeah. And that's, it, you can taste it in our coffee. It's a lot smoother. It's sweeter. You don't have to add milk to it. And that's kind of what we wanted to do. We didn't want to make this pretentious coffee shop. We wanted to make a great cup of coffee that's very approachable to everyone. Well, geez, you did that a great job with uh, uh, being consistent with your branding. When you walk in there, huge leather couches, and you can sit down and relax, and you've got a great coffee bar as well. Uh, Carrie, do you know the process of roasting coffee? You know, not really. Like I was going to ask the question, like, Is fresh coffee better or is it like aged? Like what's the plan there? Absolutely. So we use, um, there's, there's a rule called the rule of 15s. And so it's, it's fairly simple. Um, after a coffee bean is pulled off a plant, you have 15 months to roast it. Um, after you have the green bean in your shop, you have, and you've roasted it, you have 15 days before it's gone stale. And after you grind it, you have about 15 minutes to use it. So if you have ground 15 coffee... 15 minutes? 15 minutes. Oh, That's man. That's quick. Yep. <laughs> just, think, just think about its oxidization, right? Mm-hmm. So it's air interacting with your product. So don't buy ground coffee. Don't buy ground wow, coffee. Wow, now that's a good... Shoot. So, <laughs> I learned this from Logan House. Uh, yeah, it's so cool you say that. And, and I think the consumer out there, the, the, there are questions. And again, I mean, here we are with a chef on Top Chef. And, yeah. and me, I host a food and beverage radio show, didn't know that. And I also was told this, fact or fiction, um, do not freeze your coffee. Oh, interesting. There, there, are, there are two ways to look at that. Freezing coffee will actually make it last just a little bit longer, but it doesn't extend the life that much. So if you have extra space in your freezer, sure, put, throw it in there. But you're not helping yourself out a ton. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. Yep. Uh, here's, a, here's a couple more things I'll throw. And, and you guys, if you have questions as well. Uh, so when you are uh, making coffee grounds, mm-hmm. do you want it... Um, cowboy coffee do you want how do you want your grounds do you want them very fine yeah. do you oh, want yeah. them 
How, what's the method to that madness? I've heard you could float a hammer in it. Is that good? Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Then you're you're getting some really good coffee there. So the the best cup of coffee, the one that I prefer the most, is yeah. French press. Okay. And if you're gonna make a French press, you want coarse grounds. Okay. So uh, depending on what you're making, obviously espresso, it's it, it's incredibly fine. It's almost like a powder, mm-hmm. and that just it's the function of the machine that you're brewing it in. So. Um, it's all about the grind, and I'm sure you guys have heard that before with coffee. Yeah. So we've, uh, we work very hard to make sure that we get the grind and the roast and the time that you're mm-hmm. brewing it hey, absolutely correct. What's this with, I'm sorry, Carrie, my thoughts are fleeting right now. What's the, so responsible coffee Mm -hmm. and and sourcing that. Is is there something to, I hear a lot of people that won't take particular brands of coffee. Absolutely. Because of how those beans are harvested. Yeah, good question. Yep. So we, uh, we work with a few distributors in town. We don't go direct farm. We're just not big enough to do that yet. Um, But the distributors who we do work with, we make sure that it's, um, that it's sustainably sort, that it's sustainably grown. And so that means we know where the farms are, we know what's happening on the farms, and we know how it's getting to us. There are, there are big farms out there that don't have the best practices. Um, we absolutely try to avoid those. Yeah. Um, you sent some of your employees down to... Yeah. We actually, we've sent three of our employees down to a farm in Guatemala so that they could see the farm itself, see how, the, see how you get the beans off the plant, and... Um, that's very important yeah, to yeah. people, and and Absolutely. I and, and I believe it is uh, to myself as well. As we talk to some of these great business owners, and like uh, Dr. John over at Juniper Pig, mm-hmm. I, I like to know that this guy is uh, Johnny on the spot when it comes to ha- responsible sourcing and and what those yeah. farms are doing as far as those practices, and and so really cool that you're on that end as well. To that that's important to you. Um, hugely important. Co- coffee is uh, such flavored coffee. Uh, how how do, are the beans roasted with the flavor? How how does the flavor infuse with that? I could tell you about uh, distilling and, and, yeah. <laughs> and bringing flavors into booze, but uh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Is it the same process? So we don't we don't actually add any flavors to our beans. Okay. So depending on how you roast it, you get these flavors out. So right mm-hmm. now we have a single origin Mexican, mm-hmm. a Mexico coffee, yeah. um, and it you get these notes of vanilla and and chocolates and some like leather in there is that so would there be so with wines there are uh varietals which would be the regions of the world that oh absolutely in, and then there's a variety so would that varietal of beans can i say that would mm-hmm. the varietal of beans bring out different notes from what part of of countrysides that they're in absolutely and that there's a very there's a very easy connection to wine which is why we bottle all of our coffees and wine bottles, so we're—it's a little wow. subliminal. I didn't even do that connection on purpose. Yeah, I didn't even notice that was full wine of coffee <laughs> and coffee. Same palettes, you can describe it exactly the same. Same words. Same, same. words. Mm-hmm. Yep. So and we you can talk about your soil the same and your climate. Exactly. Cool. So cool. Logan House. Where'd you come up with the name? So the Logan House. Um, the Logan House is a Denver Square mm-hmm. down on Logan Street. My business partner okay. owns it. So it's a it's an old historic building in town. It's got some history to it. It was a it was a hotel. It was a boarding school. It was all kinds of different things. Um, and now that he owns it, we decided to have some Denver roots and stick with a name like the Logan House. Uh, <laughs> so I'm guessing this is hobby behind there. It's a really awkward <laughs> hand. <laughs> um, is this on social media? 
Okay, there. What what is that? <laughs> I'm trying it's, to think. Isn't it Gumby? It's Gumby, it's Gumby with Gumby the Gumby with the Chilton uh, T-shirt. Okay, listen. There's a lot of fun stuff going on here. Well, first of all, we got to say thank you to Brooks Gagstetter. Uh, you're going to be Thanks back on the show us. early and often because I want to just geek out on. Co- couldn't you talk for forever? I, I have so many questions. Can we keep going? <laughs> I have some questions, and I'm at Logan House every single day. Yeah. Are Are you really? Okay. That means we're going to do a show at uh, one hour on coffee. Coffee. We can do coffee specialties. I, I think it's really. Really cool. Uh, pleasure well, we can, to meet you. We should see who can drink the most coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I would lose, but I'm in. Has a, okay. We'll, there's another time that we'll do this. But, Brooks, it's, so, uh, it's a pleasure to meet your acquaintance. And I just have to say, uh, here's another prime example why Stanley Marketplace is find, finding the one-off of small businesses of the best and bringing them in one place for you. And, again, to uh, Brian Palmer of being involved with Stanley Marketplace and, and having these for us. Uh, it's just such a pleasure to be here and do that. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you, guys. Thanks so much for having me. All right. A new friend, uh, Jeff uh, Jeff. Rogoff is coming up from uh, Saza Pizza and Salads. I'm looking forward to that. Greg Holland back. Uh, Jay Parker, he's hanging out with Javi, who's in a Gumby suit with a Chaluna uh, <laughs> t-shirt on. He said, what should I wear to the show tonight? <laughs> and of course, he had to one-up every. I sound like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I love the guy. <laughs> Another reason why you got to get down to Stanley Marketplace. It's just so much fun here. All right, Greg Hollenbeck, Carrie Baird, uh, chef extraordinaire from Bardo. She's here with us before. Uh, uh, she's slumming it with us right now because when she wins Top Chef, um, she'll never you hang out with us again. Can't wait. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> I know you're going to win. I, you, I, you I love your confidence, but December come on. 7th. You're probably the first one to go. Oh, no. Ouch. You're probably probably the first one to go. Ah, you cut me deep right then. Second to go? Where were you? The third or fourth? I'm not even going to look at you right now. I'm looking at my feet. Look at that cheese plate we got from Mondo Market. Oh, man. Let's look at that. Oh, I'm just fourth? Fourth out? Fifth out? Come on, Greg. You know. You know the rules. You she, know they're listening. She secretly told me. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Not she secretly told me. Huh? Plausible deniability. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. We're live at Stanley Marketplace right here, the Modern Eater and Drinker Show on iHeartRadio.